Welcome to Alabama Short Stories, when you're a little behind on your Alabama history. I'm your host, Sean Wright. We featured a few of Alabama's finest inventors on Alabama Short Stories, and we hope to feature more of them in the future. And what stood out to me so far is that the inventors featured in the podcast solved a problem. Mary Anderson noticed that trolley car drivers had difficulty seeing out the window in the rain and snow. The driver had to lean out of the window and wipe the window clean. She felt there had to be a better way, which led her to invent an automatic windshield wiper that we see in automobiles today. Andrew Jackson Beard patented versions of plows to help farmers do their jobs more efficiently. But his automatic Janie train car coupler possibly saved the lives of many men working in rail yards around the world. These are serious problems needing solutions. But some inventors invented fun. Lonnie Johnson was born in Mobile in 1949. His mother was a nurse's aide, and his father, a World War II veteran, worked at Brookley Field. Lonnie was a curious child, and his father taught him repair and mechanical skills at an early age. He was always tinkering with things, and he even tore up his sister's doll to see what made the eyes close. Johnson and his father built a pressurized chinaberry shooter out of bamboo shoots. He made a motorized go-kart from scrap wood and an old lawnmower engine, much to the chagrin of local police. And he nearly burned the house down when the rocket fuel he was cooking on the stove exploded. His parents were big supporters of his tinkering, so instead of punishing him, they got him a hot plate and sent him outside. All this tinkering and creating led neighborhood kids to give him the name The Professor. Johnson attended Williamson High School and graduated in the last segregated class of 1969. While he dreamed of becoming an inventor and following in the footsteps of George Washington Carver, Johnson was told by teachers not to dream too big and just become a technician and get a good job. But true inventors do not settle. They keep working until they get it right and fulfill their dreams. The 1968 Science Fair, sponsored by the Junior Engineering Technical Society, was held at the University of Alabama, and Johnson was chosen to represent his high school. Now keep in mind, this was just five years after Governor George Wallace stood in the schoolhouse door to prevent black students from enrolling at Alabama. Segregation was still a part of everyday life, and Johnson attended a segregated high school. Johnson stood out at the competition. He was the only black participant, and his entry, a compressed-air robot built from junkyard scraps called the Linux, won first place. Linux was almost four feet tall, had shoulders that could rotate, two arms with elbows, wrists that swiveled, and he could pivot and move around on wheels. His win did not sit well with university officials. As Johnson said, the only thing anybody from the university said to us during the entire competition was goodbye and y'all drive safe now. Despite winning the competition, the university showed little interest in Johnson as a potential student. So he looked to East Alabama, to a school where a particular idol had made a name for himself. The following year, Johnson enrolled in Tuskegee University on a scholarship and would go on to earn a degree in mechanical engineering and a master's in nuclear engineering. The next step for Johnson was the U.S. Air Force, where he helped develop the stealth bomber program. He then moved to NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory to work on the Galileo mission to Jupiter and the Cassini mission to Saturn. You would think that a man this busy with such important projects would stop tinkering on the side, but not Lonnie Johnson. 
Now, if you want to know anything about air conditioners and refrigeration systems, you know that the coolant used was Freon, an environmentally hazardous chemical. Johnson was working on a system that would replace Freon with water. He hooked up his invention to the bathroom sink to test it out. He told Popular Mechanics magazine, I accidentally shot a stream of water across the bathroom where I was doing the experiment and thought to myself, this would make a great gun. Lonnie Johnson realized what millions of children had discovered in the following decades. A squirt gun is fine, but how much more fun would it be if you could blast your enemies with a stream of water? Johnson's seven-year-old daughter, Annika, knew. She was given the first prototype and proceeded to rule over the other kids on the Air Force Base. Johnson would look for a production partner to help produce his improvised water gun for the next seven years. Toy company Laramie showed interest, and all it took was a demonstration in the company conference room for them to sign on. The power drencher hit shelves in 1991. It was an instant success, and after a redesign and rebrand, it became the Super Soaker the following year, and sales went through the roof. Laramie was bought by Hasbro, who continued to market the Super Soaker. It has made over $1 billion since its introduction over 30 years ago. Now you could stop right there and live off the proceeds from the Super Soaker for the rest of your life, but the downside of the Super Soaker is that you can only play with it outside unless you would incur your mother's wrath when she sees the mess you made in her house. Johnson had a solution. Hasbro had become the owner of a trademarked brand called Nerf. The Nerf ball was made of foam, and you could play indoors and probably not damage anything. There were many bedrooms with a small basketball backboard and net, usually attached to a door, where you could play Nerf basketball. Johnson tweaked the design of his super soaker not to shoot water, but to shoot projectiles of Nerf materials shaped like long bullets. In 1996, Johnson received a U.S. patent for a pneumatic launcher for a toy projectile and the like. The modern Nerf gun was born. After the success of the Super Soaker, Johnson founded Johnson Research and Development and went on to acquire dozens of patents and continued to invent. A diaper played a nursery rhyme when wet. A ceramic battery and hair curlers that set hair without heat are just a few. Now, one of his first toys to go to market was Jammin' Jets in 1987, a styrofoam plane with a five-foot wingspan that was propelled by compressed water. Something shared with the Super Soaker which was in development at the time. Lonnie Johnson was inducted into the State of Alabama Engineering Hall of Fame in 2011. In 2015, the Super Soaker was inducted into the National Toy Hall of Fame. Johnson has made his mark on society from stealth bombers and satellites to water guns and singing diapers. I feel that his most outstanding contributions are the Super Soaker and Nerf gun, which gave parents the ability to blast their children with a stream of water or wake them from bed with a barrage of foam darts. I think parents everywhere will agree. Lonnie Johnson lives in Atlanta, Georgia, and is probably working on his next invention right now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Alabama Short Stories Podcast. If you enjoyed listening, I would appreciate it if you would rate it and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify if you listen there. And if you know someone who might like to hear these stories, Share this episode with them and encourage them to subscribe. You can also support the podcast by purchasing the companion book from Amazon.com, which features the first three seasons of the podcast. Thanks again, and see you next time on Alabama Short Stories.